Riverside. everybody and welcome back to a new episode of On Air with Danielle Gray. Um, today we're having a special podcast day. I am interviewing somebody for the first time and we're calling these episodes Deep Dive Conversations and I'd like to introduce Sean and a little bit about himself. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, I'm excited to be here. Um, I, I uh, decided to put myself out there. I, uh, don't think I had a problem with, with drinking and different things, but like anybody, there was some things I wanted to work on and decided to challenge myself to, to make a few changes. So, uh, 2020 wrapping up, I just started, started 2021 without drinking and went, made it uh, through the year, decided along the way, um, how I wanted that to happen and was successful. Uh, in the end of 21, I decided that uh, there was a lot that I went through and there was a lot that I could share. So I wrote, turned my journaling into into a book, decided to accept my vulnerability and and put it out there for anyone that it could help. That's amazing. That's amazing. I just wanted to interview you so badly because of the whole drinking experience. I've had a few family members myself who um, one passed away because of the drinking and other reasons, health issues. And then one actually quit drinking. He was drinking for years and years and years, and he decided to just quit. And then I have another family member who's currently drinking and has been drinking for a very long time. So I understand kind of like where you're coming from. I just want to get into the shoes of who you are and how you were able to just quit drinking because that's just, that's huge when you make, uh, when you take responsibility for something like that. Yes, it's uh, there's so many levels to it, and and you know it's not to discount anyone else's experience by any means, and and uh, at the same time I don't I don't want to put any judgment towards anyone's drinking. It's not um, this wasn't about what I was doing for other people. This whole thing was 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 personal. This was this was my own decision, and and where I came from, I felt my issue with with drinking alcohol was was a habitual drinking and that's where um, the title of my book came from was was uh, was overcoming the habit uh, and the the routine behind where I was going with it were you avoiding anything because I know a lot of drinking people just avoid problems sometimes um, <clears throat> there's a lot of different levels to um, drinking alcohol as as any substance and I think while I would believe I didn't have any problems, um, <laughs> I think they were there. I just wasn't accepting them and yeah. wasn't dealing with them in a, in a, a healthy or proper way. Um, I think uh, as far as like functions and stuff go, I didn't want to be different. I didn't want to go about it and, and not be able to spend time with the same people that I was used to being around or go to the same functions. So it was more about how do I maintain my presence and, uh, and still have a good time. So it was yeah. just learning how to change 
those habits and routines of, of drinking or, or having a drink in my hand and it being an alcoholic beverage, cause that's what everyone else was having and yeah. just change that into still being there, still being present, but, um, handling or, or being different mentally. Yeah. Even if I'm still having something holding in my hand, I'm just not in the same, I feel better the next day, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, there's, of course, no judgment here. Everybody goes through their own stuff. And um, we're all about just becoming our better selves at this podcast. So it's just, I'm just really proud that you saw something that you were doing in a negative kind of toxic habit. And you decided to flip that and change that in a way to make your life better. That was that was where I, I was when I started it. it and even now, um, talking to you and, and, you know, promoting the book at all, it, it became that I was looking for a resource that didn't speak to me the same way that I've written this. It's, there's a lot of content out there. I, I'm not coming from a place of trauma, even though I could probably bring it back to a point like yeah. most I think can. Um, yeah. I'm not coming from that place. It's, it's more that I, just wanted to put this version out for anyone that comes from a similar place, somebody that, that wants to, you know, challenge themselves to go an extended period of time or to learn how to maintain themselves at a function or, or, um, in an environment that has drinking around. Yeah. Well, I find that all drinkers have a little bit of a different way of, I guess, trying to figure out what's not good for them and what's bad for them. And, um, just knowing what triggers them. I know that one of my family members stopped drinking because of his personality changing and he stopped for years. And then all of a sudden he just got into a really bad place and started doing it again. And then one of my other family members just stopped because he thought I'm just causing more problems to my life. I'm not making my life easier, I'm making bigger problems and I'm avoiding the problems that I already have. Mm-hmm. And then the one that is currently drinking, I don't really know much about because he won't like communicate with me, but I don't know why the person's drinking, but I, I want them to be able to at least look at themselves and better themselves if this is something that's good for them. Definitely. It, it, it was somewhere I thought um, personally that I needed to challenge myself to see that I could do without. Um, yeah. And that was something that uh, I put very early in the, in this book is that, you know, even if, if the reader put, uh, gives themselves a chance to at least evaluate where they're coming from and, and evaluate what, whether it's alcohol or something else, it, it's, yeah. it kind of all speaks to the same, but just yeah. see where you're at. Maybe do a check yourself to find out yeah. where, where your, your habits, routines, your, traits and whatever whatever carries you through the day just just see yeah. if you're if you're being as healthy and and uh productive as you can be yeah that's hard for some people that really is because it's a mental health thing it, it is it's it, it's very hard and and a lot of it too uh that i decided to put out was was you know my age being a male you know, there's not a lot of people talking about it. There's not a lot of men that are, you know, going to sit and have this conversation and and yeah. talk about a book that they wrote as a journal. And 
yeah the journal portion is is beyond comprehension too it was never somewhere i was gonna invite someone it was never someone i was even i was even gonna tell that i was doing it because what kind of you know backlash what i had gotten from friends and from whoever just like oh you're journaling well yeah and then just all the comments that that would have came from that so um, very vulnerable you're being very vulnerable but it's good because we need more men talking about addictions and mental health struggles and things like that just it doesn't have to be from a trauma it can just be from anything and it's exactly. good that like you're being so vulnerable about this because you're giving a voice to other men and hopefully other men will come forward i think so and and yeah. it kind of speaks to because i've been on a volunteer fire department for for a number of years oh wow um, since 2003 and wow. i've seen plenty of trauma right and yeah. and speaking with that in mind it's um the the traumatic portion while it exists you don't have to wait until you've had that happen to make a change yeah. you know exactly. to, to recognize that what i was doing personally it felt like i was on a bit of a path that you know i'm going to catch this now i'm going to yeah. i'm going to try a few things and try a few more things and find something that works and then you know that was where i started that's what worked for me and it's just another resource that i wanted to put out to say you know what this worked for me this is what i did and and it might work for you yeah, that's incredible. That's just so inspiring. Just as a human being, that's just, that's amazing. And the fact that you work in, as a volunteer firefighter, that's just, that's amazing too. You're saving lives and volunteering and doing it. And that's, that's a lot of trauma, but also a lot of good things come out of that too. Cause you're just, mm -hmm. you're helping your community and you're, you're helping people. That's, that's really, right. really amazing. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm really excited about this for some reason. It's just your story is just incredible to me because a lot of men don't speak out. And for you to be able to be so vulnerable and speak out like this and just talk openly about drinking and mental health issues and addiction, it's just, it's something that is powerful because I always see, I, I deal with mental health issues and for men, I find that they have a harder time and I don't really understand why, but I would love to understand why that is and why there's such a stigma around men and mental health. It's just, it, it's something that bothers me because I want men to get the support that they deserve. I agree. I, I think it's, I think it's just the way that most of us are brought up um, yeah. from very early and, and it comes from generations before my dad was is this way and yeah. you know we learn as we grow but we weren't i wasn't brought up to talk about it it was you know you weren't the strong masculine yeah. type if you had if you showed that weakness and i know that's where i'm coming from i know it's not a gender thing it's it's there's a lot of you know people not talking in general but yeah from, from my perspective uh, I wasn't talking about it because it, you weren't strong enough if you if you had those problems if, if you showed yeah. that weakness and and you know there's a lot of people that are talking a lot and a lot of good but i just yeah. thought this version might be what someone needs to hear and if 
they relate to um, what what I went through and they're not talking about it, maybe they're maybe they'll go to the next function and they'll say, you know what, I'm not going to drink tonight because I don't feel like it. And they'll feel they know how to go about still being there and not, you know, drinking as much or not playing the game the way that others in the room are playing it. Um, and, and, you know, maybe that involves, it is, there's, there is a lot of peer pressure. It's, and you know, you, 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 as an adult, you try to say, you know, I don't, it's not peer pressure because that's, that's what, you know, the kids are dealing with, but it's not, it's, you know, you may, you may call it social pressure instead of peer pressure at a point, but you know, you go to a a wedding or a function or because it's Friday night and your friends or neighbors are all in the same room and they're all having drinks or they're doing whatever. It doesn't have to be about just alcohol, but you know, but it's hard not to get away from that when it's always around. It is. And, and, and that's, you know, that's where I decided that's one of the things I decided when I was going to write this, or at least share this, that I thought someone else could use is, you know what, it is okay to avoid being the same as everyone in the room. And it is okay to still have a good time. You don't have to, you know, there's, there's been times, different functions where someone in my group that was there was just in the corner drinking water, right? They were yeah. just, you know, water bottle in their hand and they played yeah. with it, fiddled with it the whole time they were there. Yeah. And, and it's okay. But, you know, others, I noticed that. And, you know, I thought if I'm going to be not drinking, I don't want that image. I don't want it to look like I'm there and just judging everyone. Yeah. You don't want to be the awkward one standing around. <laughs> I know yeah. What you mean. Yeah. yeah. I'm that awkward standing around person. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing, wrong with, there's nothing wrong with that. It, it's just, yeah. uh, you know, in, in my groups, there was that person, that person was judgmental, the, the, the one yeah. or two I'm thinking of at different times. And, and, yeah. and maybe, and they never said anything, but are. maybe that's just the way it looked to those of us that were playing the game. So yeah. I thought. Some of them aren't, some of them aren't. It just depends on who it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I didn't want to, I just thought I didn't want to do that. So I, I had to come up with how was I going to carry myself in an environment that I was used to being a certain way, but be different and still have fun. So your book sounds amazing. And just the fact that it was written by a journal. There was a lot of times that I just didn't know what to do. Um, it sounds so simple, but when your habit and your routine, um, the way that I, I, I use as my base, you know, it was a habit for me when I went to a function to, and it wasn't always about getting, you know, blackout. I don't no. think that was my no. problem at all, but you know, I'd have a few and I'd find yeah. a ride home. I'd be safe. I wouldn't yeah. drive, but you know, it, I'd be having a good time and I'd have yeah. all of a sudden it would be like, they're, you know, I'm not feeling good the next day. Yeah. So to, to go from the habit of being that way to not drinking at all it's like you know shots would come out and drinks would come out and someone else would be buying a round and i didn't want to be yeah. rude to not accept a round because i was brought up in a way that you, yeah, you never want to be rude round, you buy your round like it was yeah it's a simple thing but you're used to being you know 
playing that properly and, and to go around yeah. and say all of a sudden hard breaks, I'm not going to do that now. Like I still want to come. I still want to participate, but I'm not drinking. Yeah. Um, it was a challenge. And, and, and I just thought with, yeah, with this book that I could accept the, the, the vulnerability and accept. Exactly. How did your friends actually take it when you started to stop? Did, well, were they supportive? Some of them? I know it's like, it's because some were, uh, yeah. family friends, um, unfortunate. I have, I have a decent group, but they, yeah. you know, some were and some weren't, um, yeah. it was, it was a little bit easier in the beginning because, uh, when I started, it was January 1st, it was new year's resolution. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's dry January programs where they encourage people yeah. to start the year um, without. So, yeah. you know, there was a few around me that, that were also going to do that. So it was easier in that beginning because there were others that were doing it. Yeah. But by like February and even March, oh, yeah. um, those people all went back to what they were doing, but I was not yeah. ready to do that yet. So yeah. I started to get a bit more like, oh, you're still not drinking or you're not like, wow. Oh, yeah. I, okay. I couldn't yeah. imagine doing that. Like, yeah. that is, that is crazy. Yeah. But like, I'm thinking in my mind, like, I'm not ready to go back into that yet. And I didn't know. Yeah. Um, eventually, I challenged myself to to do the full year of 2021. And I still haven't gone back. But oh, wow. when I started, I didn't know how long, but it eventually it led to being off for the entire year. I was going to I was never going to do this in my life. I'm going to do it for the whole year. It was going to be cool. And it, early in that year, um, one of my best friends, he was getting married oh, and okay. COVID, COVID shut down their wedding. It was supposed to be the year yeah. before, but it got to a point 2021, they were able to do it and I was in his wedding. So, oh, okay. um, and we, we used to drink together all the time and yeah. now I was going to be in his wedding and not drink. So yeah. the expectation socially was there for me everywhere, but then it was even harder for me to now try and figure out how I was going to navigate the bachelor party and the functions and the, the, the wedding itself and not have that beer to cheers or to do the shots or to, to, to yeah. play that game. And, you know, that became an entirely different problem. Yeah. So there was a lot of, of, and he didn't mean to, and we're still good friends, but there was a lot of like, there was a lot of, his habit and routine with, yeah. with, with our friendship that, you know, he didn't know he was about to change those things. So he expected in a way, and this speaks to anybody that's around us, that's now getting used to us not drinking or not doing something yeah. as much as I was trying to figure out how I was going to navigate, not drinking okay. people around me were trying, were now having to do, do the same, right? Yeah they were now trying to figure out, okay, well, he's not going to, how do I make this not weird? Or how do I, yeah. how do I change everything I know about this person at these functions? Um, so like, so, so I don't want to, I don't want to give anybody a hard time saying I didn't have the support. Oh, no. It was just everyone it's all just, of a sudden had to learn. Yeah. It's always weird and uncomfortable when you're going into a new habit and people are like, what is this person doing? Because like <laughs> nobody really knows how to react to that. But it seems yeah. like you had a good amount of friends that were like, okay, let's just see how this plays out. And then other friends were just like, okay, let's just go with it. 
we'll just it's awkward, but let's just go with it. We'll find our way. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, there was, there was a lot that weren't, there was a lot that were like, come on, you, you did it for yeah. a couple of weeks. You did it for a month. Like you, you, you're good now. You're good. You don't need to do yeah. it anymore. And, yeah. and, uh, like the, the thing that, uh, um, my buddy in the wedding kept telling me, and I won't swear on your show, but he was <laughs> better in drink at my wedding. Like it was, you better be this yeah, way at my, at my wedding. Yeah. And it was like, well, and, and I didn't know how long I wanted to do this for, but I didn't yeah. know at the time and I, I didn't want to not be in his wedding. That was never a question. It was, you know, I don't know how long I want to not drink for and, and, I'm, and I'm working on a lot yeah. mentally in the background, you know, yeah. how am I going to do this? So there, there was a lot of, of times okay. where, you know, my own brother and good relationship, yeah. but he, he asked me, he's like, Oh, do you have your coin yet? Cause I wasn't ready to have a drink. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, yeah. come on, that's, not helping me at all like it's not yeah. about whether or not i've i've got like because yeah you got certain chips it's about how you feel inside and how you feel as a person and a human being it's not about with the chips or aa meetings or anything it's about how you feel yeah and like i i don't want to say anything about those programs either because i didn't i mean i probably could have benefited i just didn't think that what i was going through was at that level yeah. Um, which is the wrong thinking, but that's just where I was at. So, you know, for my brother to say that, and I'm, and I'm, and this was early on, so it, yeah. it's been great, but it's just, it just speaks to the confusion of everyone else too. It's not, it's not something that we're going through on our own. Like there is everyone around us that's got to do it too, because yeah, they you know, while we're trying to figure it out, like I said, we're trying to figure out how we're going to deal with it. You know, everyone else has to, to, to learn, um, uh, what we're going through especially because we didn't talk about it like i i didn't talk about it before and now you know i'm starting yeah. to talk about it and i'm not drinking and like there's a lot of processing yeah there. that's a lot to process for anybody but it's a lot to process for yourself too so i give you a round of applause for that and even not taking like the meetings or anything like doing it the way that you felt you needed to do it is completely understandable everybody has to find their own way yeah and and i i I do want to, to go to a few meetings to just, you know, learn that avenue now that I'm, I'm yeah. you know, where I'm at. But it kind of goes to, to speaking and being too proud and, and, you know, as hard as it is for, for people to go to those meetings and continue, yeah. you know, when, when you're even too proud to accept that, like I was, yeah. um, that's where, like, I kind of tried to figure it out on my own. And... Yeah you know, I started to listen to some, some podcasts and audio books yeah. and, and, you know, even doing that was not where I was when I was brought up. Like there was, yeah. it's, it's now as, as technology's evolved, but that was, you know, to go and listen to this type of podcast. I mean, I never thought I'd be speaking on them, but you know, yeah, to, exactly. go, to even listen to them and, and to hear, you know, people talk about, you know, what they've gone through and what they've done yeah. to overcome. And like, that was not something that I thought was, was for me, yeah. was, you know, it was like admitting to, just to, to being weak and, and all the things that were the reasons myself and others don't speak up and don't talk. It's yeah. like, you know, yeah. exactly. It, it was huge. Like listening to these things, it helped, you know, put my perspective in a different place and, and yeah. decide that, you know, it, it, the message is worth, you know, putting it out there. Exactly. You're helping a lot of people without even realizing it. 
and it's just making a huge probably a huge difference and it's amazing that you get to do that now like we all get to do these weird things like I never thought that I was going to be a podcaster but I figured well I want to be a public speaker and I might as well just start a podcast and talk about my story and talk about other people's experiences because I want to help people as much as possible and I want to help other people get their stories out there too because they're so important sharing is so important it is and and I, I, I'm not done. I don't think anyone's ever finished, but no. the hardest part for me, I've, I've, I've gotten through it and, yeah. you know, to, to get on this side of it and then say, you know, okay, well I did it for a year. I knew I now have a new lifestyle and then to just leave it at that. Yeah. It's the reason I decide, like, I don't want to say like you, I heard a podcast and, and it was a, uh, the guy had said, you know, most people speak from the summit and yeah. my wife didn't like that word. So <laughs> the word in, in different places, but um, yeah. a lot of people speak from, you know, being at the summit already, they're finished, yeah. they're done. And, and, you know, you're trying to compare yourself to this person that, that yeah. is, is, it has made it, um, That's so putting true. it out there right away. I, I didn't know how it would play out, but I thought, you know what, like, if I'm going to do this, I want to put it out when it's in its rawest form. I want to put it out as early as possible, having just gone through the year, um, being where I'm at at that point. Like, I wanted to just put the message out there, put the content out when it was, like, as genuine and real as it was. And then yeah. I can speak to that and evolve from that um, yeah. moving forward. Uh, the... Um, the, uh, sorry, just putting it, uh, take your time. Take your time. <laughs> I'll get back to it. But... So, sometimes it's hard to find your words. <laughs> yeah. I know that for sure. <laughs> I just thought I wanted to, I wanted to put the message out and help other people. Um, I know where I was going. I, having gone through the hardest part and, and, yeah. and having a better path to where I'm going, it doesn't help anybody else. It doesn't help anybody else learn the hard lessons that I learned. It doesn't, it doesn't pay it forward. So even though I feel I've made it from one point in the journey yeah. to another, yeah, you know, I want to put that out there so that someone else, anyone else can find yeah. the motivation to, to get where they want to be based on, you know, an experience that they can relate to, or, you know, maybe it's the same. And, and there's a few things I did that, that I put in the book that, you know, someone says, you know what, that's going to work for me. I'm going to do that. Yeah, exactly. Cause we all think that it's just an overnight success with everybody because we're looking at a filter (laughs) in a world with like social media. We're thinking, oh, everybody just makes it overnight. But what we forget is that it's a journey. And sometimes the journey is really messy and it doesn't look all clean and tidy in the beginning or in the middle. And sometimes in the end, we're still kind of like working it out, even though we look all cool and like everything is all shiny and brand new. It's like, we're still in that mess. And people don't seem to realize that with social media and stuff like that, right? Yeah, that's right. And and a lot of people you know i've done it too we don't share the pain we don't we don't post that picture of of weakness we 
you know, yeah. everybody's social media for the most part is a, is a highlight reel. You know? Yeah, we don't share the ugly. We don't share like the the awful, disgusting tears and the no. the struggles, and we just show the prettiness of everything. And it, it's just like, why? Hmm. Why would we should be showing the ugly too? It is. It is the. It's not just the destination. It's it's how yeah. we got there. Yeah, but, exactly. But I think I think I think everybody. I think society is getting better at that. I think. Yeah. You know, like podcasts, like what you have here, and and others, like getting the message out. People that are, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are talking about a really a lot of really cool things, and just yeah. putting that out there and and putting that effort in, it, it helps all of us. Yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted to talk to you so badly because I just felt like coming from a place that you came from and me experiencing my own family stuff that's very similar and somewhat different and and your life is very similar but somewhat different and it's just it's nice to hear from other people's experiences it doesn't have to always be trauma or anything bad like that i just i want to hear other people's life experiences and just see how they come through that and how they move on from that and how they can just want to find them better themselves just want to be their better selves that's all. Mm-hmm. And just like how to work through that messy and just how to evolve into that person that they want to be. So that's why I wanted you on here because your story is just incredible to me. And the fact that you were able to do this all by yourself and with journaling, that's massive. Like the fact that you were able to do something, such a toxic habit to you and just change that routine. Like it's so hard changing our habits and you did that. And you did it in such a beautiful way, and then you published a book from it. So that's that's incredible too. It was um, it was quite it's been quite an experience. I, yeah. I don't. Uh, um, I do want to give credit to to a lot of the and I and I put this in my my book. Like I listen to a lot of audio uh, uh, audio books and podcasts, and yeah. you know those were what helped me come up with the techniques that. I used, you know, yeah. some of it that there wasn't, you know, how I did certain things was stuff I tried because in the beginning yeah. it was maybe three months into to the year that was 2021 that yeah. I didn't listen to this stuff. I didn't participate in the books and, yeah. you know, I have, I, where I work, I've got 45 minutes to 50 minutes drive to and from every day. So I was looking to fill that time with something I accepted and looked up this material and and it's been life-changing like those things like i started reading books and yeah i've read books i went through school it was a college and you know all that stuff but where i work construction in the construction industry and you know the stigma is what it is and oh yeah you know yeah when i when i did my book launch and i i spoke there um one thing i said was that you know at the construction site and you know, in the, at the fire department, we weren't exactly talking about the, yeah. the newest podcast, uh, self-help podcasts or betterment yeah. programs, or we weren't talking about the coolest books we've just read. Like those conversations yeah. aren't happening in the environments I've spent so much time in. And yeah. I decided to start reading, you know, a couple of months into 2021 and, um, you know, books about habits and books about yeah. betterment and all these things. And, and there's a lot of great content out there. And those were the things that, that I learned how to 
do what I needed to do to, you know, change that habit. Like, yeah, you know, to, to, to start in such a small, to use small pieces of, of what you yeah. want to change. Like don't run a marathon. No, go start a really small. yeah. Right? Go for a yeah. walk and then, you know, you're going to jog a little bit. And then before yeah. you know it, your, 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 your mind and body are ready for the marathon. You can't yeah, exactly. change a habit by going directly for that marathon or going directly yeah. for being uh, you know, sober or whatever it is Like yeah. you need to do it in small, small pieces. Yeah. And it, and it, you can't beat yourself up for failing just like for a little while. Maybe you were just going through it and then like you make a mistake and you're back to doing that habit again. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did it. But it's, it's the fact that you're willing to change that habit is what's going to keep you on track and it's okay to take small steps and baby steps to get there it doesn't have to be like full-on let's win the race in the beginning you have to succeed in really small steps yeah because yeah. if we don't see the win if we don't do it in small pieces to start and we don't see the win we're not going to want to move on we're not going to want to take the next step we need yeah. we need to you know have this the small wins and the yeah. rewards in anything, if it's weight loss, if it's education, if it's not drinking exactly. or whatever, it's everything has to be broken down into small parts. Oh, and yeah. then like, I, I kind of learned a lot about, and I have it in my book about how long you need to do something to make it a habit, right? Yeah. There's, there's lengths of time. It's 20 days, it's 60 days, it's whatever. Yeah. Sometimes um, 21 days, people say, just depends yeah. on. So it's gonna 21 happen. days or. I heard it's it's multiple cycles of 21 days, depending on what yeah. it is. If you're, yeah. you know, quitting smoking or you're like, whatever. If, yeah. if you do something continuously, you know, it may take you longer than the next person. And, and that's because exactly. anything you're working on, if it's yeah. 20 days for you and 100 days for somebody else, you know, you just need to recognize that and, and yeah. do what works. And the small wins are so important to celebrate. It's it's just like just jumping up and or just pouring yourself something to drink or just just celebrating in some way, having a piece of cake, having a piece of pie, just celebrating in some little cheesy way to celebrate your small wins are so important. I know I do it for my podcast because it's just like I go back to how many people are listening and how many episodes are listened to just because these things are so important. You need to make yourself feel good in these moments that are just these small little wins because you're getting there. You're just getting there a little bit slower and everybody learns differently too. We yeah. don't have all the same mind. We're all learned differently. So we can't that's be right. hard on ourselves. Yeah. And we and, all and know different things. That's right. And, yeah. and rewarding yourself for those small wins keeps you going. Yeah, exactly. You, They're little like pushes, like keep going. Like here's your it, nudge. <laughs> it, it teaches yourself that that what you're doing is what you want to be doing, and the yeah. reward it, it makes up for, or, or it's a reward for the, may, yeah. the pain that you might have by yeah. avoiding something or doing something that you're trying to. Yeah, but, it's yeah, a positive that, that marathon. Like if you if you are looking to run a marathon, using that example again, and you decide. Yeah. You know, it's not for you because you only made it halfway. Yeah. You know, you call that a fail, but you know, they'll everyone in this this Every, uh, somebody else looks at that as a win. It, it is a win, and yeah, because 
you weren't running at all before and now you're running whatever like the half marathon is and just because yeah. it wasn't the full marathon doesn't mean you failed yeah you at least did like half of it that's incredible if you did half i mean at least you put you, even if you just put your shoes on yeah <laughs> just the attempt I mean, that's that's the start it's just put your shoes on that's day one and then by the yeah. time you you're working through it you've you've got your shoes on and you're walking yeah, exactly. Like these little habits change everything. And you just seem so much probably happier where you at now. Like, I don't really know you personally, but you just seem very content with yourself right now. Uh, I, just... I feel, I feel good. It's, yeah. you know, there was, there was a lot, a lot more than just drinking. Like that was just the start yeah. for me that, that I wanted to work on, yeah. but it's so much easier. It was so much easier for me to work on other things once yeah. I saw something else working. Yeah. Um, it is. You know, and, and, and I started like, I didn't feel great about how often I brushed my teeth. I yeah. wanted to do it more. So that was the yeah. first thing I did. It was like, I'm going to do this every day for a hundred days or whatever it was. Yeah. And, yeah, that's me with and <laughs> I'm going to write it. Yeah. It, that was, that was where I started. It was, well, yeah. sorry. I started by not drinking, but then once I learned more about habits, that was something else. Yeah. So, I started writing it on the calendar. I was going to circle the day twice if I did it morning yeah. and night. And then I got to see that many days in a row. And like, it, it got to a point where like, I didn't go to bed or I didn't like do anything after I woke up until I had brushed my teeth. And, you know, I took that and did it once I started doing one thing and the next thing, like it transfers to anything. And yeah, it transfers to anything and everything. Yeah. I feel a lot better. I, you know, I'm a lot more positive. Like my yeah. family will agree. Like there's, there's things that, that, you know, I'm able to transfer to, to them in different capacities with my kids. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's not about changing their life directly, but I can, I can make them have better habits through the ways I've learned. Yeah. And, and, and kids learn from watching. So it's good that you're giving your kids something to aim for because kids learn from watching you. So it's just oh, yeah. and and they, hearing they you. And, on, they yeah. pick up on a lot more than we realize. Yeah. So it, they're learning so much from you and they don't even realize it. And that's incredible too. Like that must make you feel so good as a parent. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, it must and make you so not drinking it. You know, I don't, I don't miss it. It was, and in the book, I, I, you know, it was always just a break, you know, I just needed a break. And then all of a sudden it was, you know, I'm going to do this for a year because that's going to be cool. I'm going to, I'm going to challenge myself. Who can say that they did that for a year and it, it's yeah. evolved from there, but for the sake of, of, of the year that was and what I wrote about, it's, you know, it was a break, but like, I, I, I feel really good. I, I don't miss being hungover. I, I enjoy that. I've, train myself or, or learn how to manage in an environment where it's around me. I don't feel like I need it. Yeah. Um, I went, you know, nine or 10 months without any substitute, I'll say like oh, any no. of the, the zero percents or, yeah. you know, any of those things, because I wanted to change my mechanism or I wanted to change my habit. And I felt yeah. if I went from, you know, a beer with 5% to a beer with 0.5%, it wasn't going to change anything for me because yeah. quickly I would just go back to the other. So yeah. for nine or 10 you months, I feel I like you're holding onto a beer. Yeah, really. Exactly. 
So I'll have them now um, as, as a way to, you know, like I said, not be that one in the corner, but like, I enjoyed the taste of it too. So now that I've controlled what my call it triggers were with it, I can have that 0.5% and not feel like I need to be having however much more or get right back into it. That's not going to work for everyone, but that's where this stuff, like everything I listen to, everything I've learned, I mean, you really have to take the piece that makes sense to you. And for me, without even any of this content, I decided I I just knew I couldn't have a substitute in the beginning. I needed something completely different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like substituting candy for something else. It's just it's the same thing. It's if it's an addiction, you can't really substitute anything into it. You have to just kind of stop slowly and then like eventually go cold turkey. Yeah. It, yeah. And it is. And, and I don't, I, I don't miss it. Of course there are things, but I think that's yeah. more just, I think I feel I miss it because it was such a big part of, uh, you know, not always daily. I didn't need it every day. It, yeah. it was more the, you know, a habit that I, at a function and a social thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, I just don't feel like I need it. You know, there's, there's things I just don't miss anymore. I used to drink a lot of Bailey's in my coffee, um, on the weekends. Right. And it was almost a staple every Saturday, Sunday, whatever camping, especially it it was, it was a staple and you know, there's, there's times where others around me will have it and I'll be like, Oh yeah, that was, you know, I like that stuff. That was good, but I don't need it. I don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good that you know that you don't need it. That's the biggest step is that you know that you don't need it. Because it's like, that's really making, like, that's the huge difference that you really made was you don't need it in your life. You just know that you don't need it. I know I don't need it. And and yeah. it's not easy. That was not an yeah. easy thing to, to uh, not an no, easy. No, that's hard to get to. That's yeah. hard to get to that level of thinking because it's just, that's the hardest part to get there to like, I don't need it anymore. It is. That's- and, and the hardest part speaks back to the social pressure and the expectations yeah. that that are on us and, yeah. a lot, and as much of it was in my own head because of how i felt i was supposed to be at a wedding that i was in yeah. for a friend that we used to drink together like there was you know instances like that i felt yeah, I had because to be how a we perceive way. ourselves in front of everybody else yeah it may not have been that anyone but me felt that that was how i was supposed to be in a moment but that was where yeah. I was just used to being. That was my habit at a wedding or that was when I went camping, I had to bring so much with me and, and make sure yeah. that that was what I had for where we were. Um, but no, I, I, I don't need it. And, and I do appreciate more where I'm at now that I, I can still go to these functions and I can, I, I can still camp and I can do everything that I did before. Yeah. But I think better. I do, I'm doing it better because, you know, with young kids, the early mornings yeah. aren't a problem. I'm not waking up upset and irritated because, you know, my yeah. four-year-old is, or six-year-old is, yeah. you know, being a kid. It, yeah. Whereas before, like, I knew I'd get, I'd be just irritable in the mornings or at times because yeah. of it. And yeah, I'm, I'm definitely feeling a lot better and yeah, it's clearer mind and clearer head, like you're clearer thinking just in everything that I guess you're doing and just being more present with the kids. And 
Yeah, so that's like huge too. So do you want to let our viewers know what, oh, I'm going to let you speak actually, sorry about that. You just go on. No, sorry, I, I was just uh, just going to add I that uh, I want to remind, like it's not about someone else's drinking. It was just, this is what I went through and I, I just wanted to share that it's it's hard, but it's worth it. You can exactly, and, and even if it's just you know one function or one instance to the next, like you can you can tell people, I don't want to have a drink right now, but I want to be here. I want to I want to I want to hang out and spend time and 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 be here, but I'm just going to do it differently. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. Yeah, because you don't always need a drink to have a good time. You can still have a good time without drinking. It's possible. Yeah. It's actually it possible, and people don't realize that it's possible. <laughs> and, and 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 me from two years ago would disagree entirely. I would think, and I I even know in my memory bank, I've said, "Oh, I'm not gonna play horseshoes because unless I can do it one handed, or like I gotta yeah. hold a drink in the other hand." Like younger me would disagree, okay. but that's where that's that's where my story became the point that I needed to make a change. Yeah. There was a lot of things in my history that that led me to that point, and it was it was what I needed to 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 catch and decide to change. And and it didn't need to be from trauma. It didn't need to be because no. I got in a, in a situation with you know legal or family yeah. or or loss no. that. And it doesn't always to. have to be. No, we, we can, can change. change. We can change because we want to. Because we want to. And yeah. I wanted to, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know what I was going to do, but, and that's where I want to share it because I yeah. didn't know, I didn't feel I was coming from a normal place because I didn't have, you know, those things and I don't want to oh. discount anyone, but I didn't have that. No, this so is your story. I just wanted to put out this version to say, you know what, you don't have to wait to trauma. It, it's it's hard but it's worth it yeah exactly exactly your story is so inspiring because you didn't have any trauma with it and i think that the younger version of you the kid version or the the young adult is looking at you and going wow i didn't know that i could be that version of myself i'm really proud of that person that i am right now that i get to look at my older self and be like i did something that i didn't think was possible I didn't even think that I could do that back then. And they're probably looking at you like, that guy is really amazing. That new version of myself is really amazing. And I'm glad that I got to be that person now. It's it's something I hope that other people can find. I think that it's not a unique story. I know um, a lot of a lot of people deal with it. And, yeah. and you have to want it. And I think most people do and and we just don't know how to deal with it i didn't know how to deal with it i didn't know how to change it was easier to keep going what i was used to doing because that was a comfort zone and yeah. you know it, it really doesn't have to be that hard it, you yeah, just have to exactly. decide to do it yeah whatever that is big, it doesn't have to be yeah. just drinking it can be it can be you know buying too much on amazon it can be yeah um drinking too much pop or it can be whatever it just yeah it could be any addiction it's an addiction anything yeah 
it's just a choice. I, I think that your story is amazing because you didn't wait till it got so bad where there was like a bigger issue or a bigger trauma. You just decided, okay, I'm just going to do this now so nothing big happens and makes me feel like I need to change that then mm-hmm. regardless of like what's happening. But like you decided to change when nothing was really happening, but you're just like, I just don't like this version of myself. I just well, want to change was... it for me. Yeah, I don't want to say there was nothing happening because there was definitely like well, there was stuff. There was of course stuff. There happening. was stuff. Yeah, like, like it was. We have always life happening, but that's right. It wasn't like trauma, traumatic life happening. It was just it was yeah, life. I didn't... But you're just like, I don't like this version of myself. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I, yeah. I'm just gonna change the path I was on. Yeah, yeah, because the. I'm sure that you saw it coming and you were like, okay, I get two different paths. Which one do I want to be on? Do I want to be on this one and it doesn't look like the greatest or do I want to be on this one where I feel better about myself? And you chose the one that was like, I feel better about myself. Yep. It's, I mean, I wasn't proud of where I was at before. I mean, I was, I had, you know, young family and, and married and, you know, support system that, that, uh, you know, I'm happy with, but, it, it just, I knew personally, I wasn't proud of where I was going with drinking and with weight and, yeah. and lifestyles. So yeah, you yeah, have a lot of accomplishments, decided. like before, like when you were drinking, obviously, like you had like a ton of accomplishments. You have a, a family, you have kids, you got married, you have like family that supports you, but you just wanted to make this change for yourself it just that's just huge because people don't seem to sometimes people don't want to make changes for themselves that will better themselves until the issues get really bad and then they're like oh maybe i should now change because the issue is really bad but you just decided okay like this is just a problem and i don't want it to get worse yeah Yeah. that's that's what it is it's it was just catching it when i could change it yeah and that's an accomplishment in itself and i think that's amazing because you caught it beforehand and that's so big for all of us like we just like with anything any addiction any mental health problem it, catching it beforehand is makes such a difference in anything and being able to just publish a book about it or do something that feels good to help other people. I know that it's always has this, this amazing, I'm trying to find the words. It's just like, it, you just feel good about it. Like you just feel good to do something that helps other people. Yes. It, yeah. To be vulnerable and helping other people. That's what feels good about the fact that you were able to do something that you were able to put it in a book and be like, okay, I'm telling my story. I'm being vulnerable. I'm just going to put it all out there. Hopefully somebody else who reads this, who's like addicted to pop or candy or, or drinking themselves. Hopefully they'll find something inside of that book to go. I want to make the change too. That's, that's why I decided to, to put it out there is just to see if anybody that needs it, it's available and, and yeah, can find the motivation that, that uh, ended up, that I ended up finding. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that is a great way like to just write a book just to 
to have people just just want to help other people and just put your voice out there and your story out there and just be like, I want to help other people hopefully click in that maybe this isn't something that's great for them either. And maybe they'll find a way of dealing with it and changing their habits too. And that's all yep. that we can do to better ourselves is change our habits. But like exactly. to have that extra nudge of a person with a writing a book, it gives us an extra nudge to be like, I am allowed to do this. It gives us permission. And, and to remind people, like we try to do with mental health, that it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. I didn't ask for help when I probably should have. It, maybe it would have made all the difference. But as I say that, maybe it wouldn't have. Maybe, um, you know, the quick and easy route, I don't want to say that. Yeah. That's the way it is. But as I look back, it was harder for me not to ask for help. Yeah. Maybe that's what know. worked best for me. So uh, to say that translates to someone else, uh, maybe I just want to say, don't be afraid to ask for help because yeah. if I did that, if I was more open in the beginning, yeah. perhaps the resources that I ended up finding anyways would have come mm -hmm. to me sooner. Yeah. Things I think that your book is giving, sooner. I think your book is giving people permission to ask for help. You know what I mean? Like it's it's giving permission to people to not only ask for help, but to want to change. And then also added onto that is like asking for help and maybe being more open about the change in them and maybe asking for more support. And mm -hmm. I think that your book will do that for people. I think that your book opens that up for people and allows them to kind of have like permission to go forward with that. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too, because like, from what we've talked about, I just feel like it. Your book should be changing people's lives <laughs> and giving them permission to ask for help when they need it, and to not feel that stigma around mental health because everybody does, and especially men too. It's just there's this stigma with men and mental health and being vulnerable and not being weak, and we all feel like we're not allowed to be weak. But at the end of the day, we're human. Mm -hmm. We're allowed to cry. We're allowed to feel feelings. We're all human beings, no matter what gender we are. We're human beings, and we should be able to feel and ask for help, and we shouldn't have this pride with us. But we all do, and we can't help it. But, like, we should be able to a be able to ask for help and feel that we are supported in that. Yeah. That's what we all deserve. It's, yeah, the, the, the men's angle not being caught up in the the, the old men stereotype that we can't yeah. we can't be vulnerable we can't show weakness we can't like we can yeah. and we yeah. should and you're because, still a man when you do those yeah. things you're just a stronger man you're stronger yeah. because of that if you can cry to me that's a stronger man you're just stronger because like you're being vulnerable that's like hard to do you should be like supported with that yeah, and it's it's a long road, like like a lot of others, and yeah, because we know, all have I... to rewrite our brains and think, okay, this is how like certain generations were raised. This is how certain people were raised. We have to kind of be gentle with everybody, let them be at their own pace. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. So, um, do you want to leave our viewers with your book's name again, just so they know what it's called and where they can get it? 
Yes, I have one here. It is called, it's backwards, Going Dry. Oh. Um, my Path to Overcoming Habitual Drinking. Uh, it is available on Chapters, uh, Indigo. It is Amazon. Uh, and it is Barnes & Noble right now. Um, okay. I'm getting it out to most um, bookstore platforms. Um, I have a website seanrobinson.ca it should have i should have it uploaded for with all the links to everywhere it's going and it's got uh um, some of my other content backgrounds and stuff so check I'll it out i'll be leaving those in the show notes they'll be leaving your website so everybody can go find that book and i'll be leaving the um actual like name of your book too so people know where to find it and i just think you are my first interviewer so I think you did amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, this is, I did a, a radio show uh, a couple weeks ago, but this is this is my first podcast, so this is great oh, for me too. Thank you for being my first interview ever on my podcast on air with Danielle Gray. So thank you for that so much. I just I love your story, and um, I hope that I can get my hands on that book too. <laughs> um, I, I want to. I'm looking forward to reading it myself, and I'm just. Thank you. Thank you for wanting to be on here and for just sharing your story. Thank you so much because being vulnerable is such a difficult thing for us humans to do, but I think we're getting there. I think we're just getting there and um, I hope that your book helps a lot of people because it really, it deserves to help a lot of people. You deserve to help a lot of people. Thank you and uh, thank you for having me on here. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you today too and I do hope this gets out there and I hope uh, the people that need it find it. So That's amazing. Thank you so much.